Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Kill Shuffle. Yep, can't stop us now. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And we, yeah, we come to you quite late on yeah. a Friday evening. Who would have thought? <laughs> my, my, I, I now work like weekends, so um, I guess yeah. my, my world is reversed for the time being. Damn right, yeah. I don't mind and you're, 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 an early, you're an early bird. Yeah, um, I mean, Dylan gets that worm. The reason I agreed to work weekends was because I realized what's the point at my current life stage right now to kind of not <laughs> like yeah. it's all the same in lockdown time, to be honest. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, although I have to say there was some encouraging news this evening as far as Ireland is concerned. It's looking like, you know, we're yeah. going to be having some test events outdoor, some indoor. Um, there's a tentative roadmap now to bringing back live events to some capacity. I, for one, am very excited to go and see a movie in a cinema. Yeah, um, we're like month. the uh, we're, we are the Shelbyville shaking our fists at um, the UK stealing our lemon trees and having oh, a download so. festival. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. We are, we are not we are not at the at the festival step yet, but. Like you say, over there in Springfield. Um, yeah, Download is is repurposing its offering this year uh, into something they're calling Download Pilot uh, for 10,000 people, which, you know, isn't... It, I've been to festivals that were less than 10,000 people. Um, it's good. So that's it's, that's yeah. a good thing, right? Like, yeah. I'm it is a good it. thing. I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, when I saw that figure, I sort of thought, how many people normally go to Download? But I guess it's closer to like... Maybe it's closer to 50,000, 60,000. But anyway, um, some fun things on the lineup for that little festival, I gotta say. I, I am intensely jealous of anybody who gets to go and see, you know, the likes of Loathe, uh, Loathe and the Shikari while yeah. she sleeps. You've got Yonaka, who we like, Vakovi. Um, a, I've gotten a little bit into recently and they're kind of cool. Uh, Bleed from Within have some good fun songs as well. They're like a the, proper the list, band. The list is consistently what I want to download to always be. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. None of this Iron um, Maiden shit. No offense, Iron Maiden, but like the young blood it's, yeah, stuff is it's, good to it's see. The, exactly, somewhat. it's showcasing. I guess in in a similar way to Two Thousand Trees, it's kind of showcasing like the best of UK talent, really. Maybe not the absolute like cream of the crop all the way throughout the lineup, but a very strong showing and and, and some good representation for the more kind of like punky side of things i i think trash boat are a really good band and yeah um you know boston manor are, are, are cool kind of alternative but neck rock neck deep as well are, are good kind of british pop punk band and um but then you've got he- heavier stuff like the like lotus eater are like a pretty heavy band um and you know that jamie lenman can oh can yeah really Le- go when he wants it's, to go it's gonna be len mania as yeah. opposed to bullet from my valentine day at that day <laughs> i assure you of, of all of the smaller bands i mean obviously uh, like seeing and shikari after such a long break would be a dream come true but i gotta say i would love to see higher power i'd say they're so much fun live i i that album from last year just grew and grew and grew and grew in my estimation and i'm at the point now where i would just i'd give my left arm to go and see a higher power show so yeah that yeah. that looks phenomenal i, I i'm Solid. really excited Three to see weeks from the footage. today 
That's nuts. Dude, uh, that is, it is nuts. Um, I'd be like, I'm tempted to go, but, <laughs> we, but that's, <laughs> there is still a panini, everybody. You technically could. Right? No, uh, no. Yes, sir. You close I'm, to. Yeah, I'll be, fu- I'll be fully vaccinated in, uh, yeah. I can't remember how long you got to wait, but I'll be, I think I'll be fully vaccinated in about two weeks. The bridge is closing, yeah. You know it's on. Um, so that like that's a lot of fun. But uh, we yeah. do have albums to review as well. We do. And the albums that we're reviewing this week come from Fiddlehead, Fox Capture Plan. Help me out with this pronunciation, Dylan. Uh, may uh, she may smile? Sh- may she smile? May she smile? Sure. May uh, she smile? I don't know. And, and here's another <laughs> tough one. Senu? 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 Senu, yeah. Senu, sure. All right, let's go with that. Um, plus a look back at Bullet Levolta's 1992 second and final record swan dive i'm correct in saying that am i yes mm-hmm. you two, yeah um so that 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 should be fun because i feel like we're going to be dipping into a little bit of o'connor history yes and and, I'll, and also i love the way you 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 can't pronounce a band that's uh an artist that is essentially from dublin that being senu yeah, well, hey, yeah. It, it, four four letters in a row <laughs> could, could be anything, you know. That uh, Seno, that's that's not a that's not a word as Guelga or anything like that. It's just S E N U. Um, yeah. So yeah, Seno, sure, let's go with that. Uh, right. Well, that's 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 exciting. I think there's a few names in there that we've definitely talked about before, and there's a few new faces as well. Um, so I, I don't really have any like major other news that I, I'd like to talk about um, beyond the the download announcement, which is which is very exciting. Yeah. Was there any were there any singles that have come onto your radar in the last couple of days or anything uh, like that 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 surprised yeah, you? Yeah, like um, Darren Darren Gray are back. They have a good single. Um, mm. Bukovi are there. Yeah. They, yeah. Poppy, we're it, it, Poppy mm-hmm. is going mm-hmm. is continuing along the same lines as. Uh, What's what was the album last year called? Uh, I disagree. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's that song. If you haven't heard it, is well worth your time. Th- there's really a, a ba- there's a band called Hangman's Chair that released a really cool single that okay. reminds me a lot of um, typo negative vibes. Ooh, um, like seriously up there with that. And that's that's fun to see come back. To be honest, I I can get on board with that. Also, uh, one one maybe for the next time. But we missed. Uh, Portico Quartet, very yeah. prolific, uh, released another new album um, yeah. this week. So that, that, that's one to take a listen to. We'll catch get that. a chance. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, listen, without any further ado, I'd like to start with sure. Fiddlehead, Between the Richness. Of so, course. yes. So we'll, we'll start in Boston and we'll finish in Boston. How does that sound? Uh, uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, well, we, this is... This is actually the first review that we're doing yeah. of Fiddlehead. I, I, I don't think, now I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain that we didn't review Fiddlehead on the show. But no. they did make their way very high into my top 20 albums of 2018. Uh, Springtime and Blind, their debut album, ended up at number eight in my top 20. So Yeah, I recall that. That's where I got yeah. rid of them first. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, on paper and in practice, these guys are right up my street it's kind of like it's inspired by that sort of early 90 early to mid 90s like e- emo there's a little bit of post-hardcore noodliness like a little bit of that kind of jawboxy sparta type thing um you know it, it's it's a little bit pop punk as well it's rough around the edges the singer yeah pat pat flynn is is in a band like a much heavier band called have heart um but it's also got alex from basement so basement, you've, yeah, you've yeah. got those, those big 
neo whatever you want to call it like new wave <laughs> grunge or whatever uh se- yeah. sort of se- sensibilities to it as well so uh-huh. Yeah, their their first album was just an absolute joy. I have it on 45, 45 RPM uh, record, and it's it's a lovely thing. So I was surprised to see Fiddlehead coming back with the second record because they sort of had alluded to the fact that their first album was going to be a one and done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really pleasant surprise to see them come back. And well, how does it hit you? I, how does it hit me? It pr- oh. pr- pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, well, stacked up between the last one. Let's not compare Opposite Oranges, but... Well, how- I mean, I... Gosh, it's 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 hard sometimes to compare with an album that you you know and love so well as I do with Springtime and Blind, but, uh, like, if, there, if there's a difference in quality, it's 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 not by much. I think this is really fantastic stuff. Yeah, and, um, and that's good. Like, um, I can see it. Um, I can yeah. see it there. It's, it's pretty hard to top something after after uh not expecting a sequel you know yeah like usually yeah. it's hard it's just hard to top it when something's so high, high the bar is set <laughs> so high after such, yeah. such a long time it's true but i think what this what this does it definitely has that like well we need to we need to make the the, the heavy parts heavier we need to make the quiet parts quieter we need yeah. to sort of pull out all the stops and do like stuff we never would have done before there's like a cheerleader chant at one point there is um you know they <laughs> there is you know there's, there's notice, like a lot of there's a lot of screams on it as well which they're really weren't on the first record um you know it, there's like the anthemic parts are very anthemic it just um I suppose it stretches out in a lot of different directions and they needed to do something like that because I felt like they they captured a particular sound so well in that first album that just retreading the exact same steps wasn't wasn't going to work. So Dylan, I know you were keen to cover this as well, so I'd love to hear about your experience with the album. Sort of, yeah. Like I'm 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 fairly like middling about this kind of genre, as you know. Yeah, so I'm that's always, true. I'm always in for a surprise, mm. um, and I think I got a good burst of energy um that i was very surprised by um yeah. and that was kind of as you said there the the widening the gap to uh, incorporate a lot of the heavy stuff yeah the heavy punk side as well as the uh kind of the the boston emo side right yes definitely um and i think like uh it's very close to something like um like riverboat gamblers if you've ever heard of them no, but um, if, if, it, if they sound anything like this, I'll have to check them out. Like the roaring, uh, heavy punk mm. elements are very close to that home run. So uh, yeah. I was quite delighted. I was, yeah, I was quite delighted by by that surprise because I thought um, initially it was just going to be uh, uh, a sense of lightness um, yeah. that, you know, I'm fine with. Um, but the real heavy yeah. parts uh, really added to it. Um Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally get you. Like, there's there's definitely enough on here, I think, for for you know people who just want that springtime and blind sound, like grief motif, the first song, um, you know, it starts with a, a, a as there is throughout the record. There's lots of different sort of samples and and spoken word sections and things like that. And that starts with that, and you that put, that very much puts you in the same yeah. mindset. And then Joy Boy, very kind of close to what they were doing on the last album. Yeah, get my mind right again is similar but it brings in these chords uh-huh. like very kind of uh quite parish type chords i think actually um that are a little bit more straightforward than what was there before and then they do this kind of like fun kind of you know kind of hand clap thing which as well it is a new 
yeah uh, as a new thing for them so that's that's fun but then you know definitely songs like eternal you is way more high octane than than what i would have expected from them and um, that's the song that really reminded me of sparta i think there's a real porcelain era sparta mm-hmm. feel to that song if you listen to the if you listen to the vocals there's a lot yeah, of like totally which is a real Jim Ward thing but I think you know the elephant in the room the elephant in the room and I I, I think probably what you're referring to when you say like when when you talk about energy and punkiness and just Mm -hmm. overall kind of just I don't even like attitude on this album is that last track heart to heart right Yes, I. Oh yeah, that I think oh. that delivers so well. Um, between like life Oof. notice all the way to heart to heart, I think that shows all three different vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it mm-hmm. does. It does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because life notice has the kind of more avant garde side to Sparta it. Sparta element it, that I kind of got with. Yeah, or even mm-hmm. like comfort era failure. I think at the start, uh, it's quite yeah, yeah. creepy and quite dark. And yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that because um, usually Midwest emo has kind of a um, or at least that sound has kind mm. of a happy-go-lucky feel and I like when it gets a little alt closer yeah. to failure um, you know mix mix up a mix up a dry genre and these guys kind yeah. of do it um, yeah, yeah. It, more to... so in the instruments I'd say uh, vocally it kind of is there it, it's kind of um, you know it doesn't stray too far from the from the tr- from the branch yeah. of this genre <laughs> But it's, but it's, 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 I think it's a nice balance, really. Like most, you know, Pat, obviously it's, it's not the most original vocal sound, but I still think he, when he, when he sings melodically, it's got a lot of power, but it's very melodic and, but he can also kind of bellow and do a quite pleasing scream. Yeah, um, that's true. But, and then there's yeah. the one part that I don't like too much is kind of the, there's a middling note that he kind of always tends to hit. Um, he kind of always goes to that particular note. Um, okay. Yeah. Almost in a almost in a yelling kind of manner. I'm I'm okay about it. You know. Oh, okay. I've I've seen it before. <laughs> I guess it's just a tendency. Yeah. Um, of the genre to sing like that. But yeah. Yeah. I suppose if you think to like maybe Sam from Architects has kind of a vocal, like some vocal patterns that he falls into pretty regularly, and maybe Pat Pat from this band is the same. But I have I have to talk about Heart to Heart in a bit more detail because sure, I yeah. just think that song is for me it's it's right up there with one of the best songs of the year close so far. to um I, yeah I, I would say uh for me the verse and chorus kind of hit the same there's no boost um but i do think oh. the, the verse drums are great are fucking great you don't think it, you don't think it kicks up a gear with that da, 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 when everything kicks in oh my goodness yeah a little bit not, not as that oomphy as i don't know it, it hits different for me i guess yeah i i i, I really think you know i, I think it kind of that chorus brings in elements of things like like Billy Talent and yes, uh, I see Teenage Wrist and stuff, and then but then it, it it has this amazing build at the end, quite Foo Fighters esque, I think. Yeah, when the, I it kind of like boots the door down. There's this big fucking solo, and the drums are doing this Jimmy Chamberlain thing. They're just going absolutely crazy. I yeah, I think that's a, a that really was really fucking song. exciting at the end, like having something yeah. that exciting, and the drum yep. beat has this cool little uh, trill. Um, yes, during the middle part that I love. Um, when yeah. drummers kind of multitask with polyrhythms, it's fun. <laughs> it is. Uh, do you want to know what one of the the, the major influences uh, on this album was when when they were writing it? Uh, for, go for it. What? I don't local know. Lo- local heroes, local boys. Oof. Uh, I don't know. I, ca- I can't think. <laughs> Fontaines. Fontaine. Oh Fontaines shit! Fontaines DC. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I okay, personally okay, can't yeah. hear it, but uh, maybe in the guitar tone. Yeah, maybe maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think they were sort of talking about song structure and stuff, but uh, and and maybe the and maybe the the vocal delivery as well, just to kind of have like a lot of attitude and personality in the vocals. But yeah, they they said that you know, Fontaine's was a big was a big influence. Uh, I really like the I like I like the uh, little speech in. I think it's um, I can't remember what song it is, but he he, he gives a little speech about his friend um i think it's eternal you again yeah yeah I, he started talking about his son and how he hopes that his son like finds a friend who's as good as his friend and i'm like this is so emo i'm here for it you know <laughs> i it love is. that stuff oh yeah. i love oh, yeah. that stuff yeah it's there i'm okay it's i skip there. it i skip it to be honest <laughs> oh man that's no fun yeah i'm straight yeah. i'm right in for the 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 pedal to the metal songs really that's yeah. what that's what i'm here for no, I think this is this is twenty five minutes, and every bit of it just sort of sits. Oh and I, yeah, it, yeah. I'm, I, all I, for, I, I'm all for the the template of a twenty five minute album. After yeah. this week of stuff, I I, I <laughs> appreciate the focus, um, and there's mm. plenty of room to experiment, even in a small album like that. So I, I oh, want to see more bands doing that. It suits. It really suits this genre, I think, as well. Like it does. It doesn't feel too long or too short. I think it just feels. Exactly, exactly right. So I, I'm, you know, needless to say, I'm, I'm big on this. Am I? I'm not as familiar with it. I really think that that's what it boils down to. I'm just not as familiar with it yet. Um, sure, it, uh, it's a genre that you need to, uh, yeah. get attached to. There's a sentiment to it. Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah, but I, I think this is a really worthy follow up. What I want to know is who does their 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 album art because I think it's two for two. I absolutely love it's the gorgeous. cover of this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The title. <coughs> comes from this is just kind of a funny fact but so uh pat flynn's uh is just become a father and his son he named after his dad and his dad richard his dad richard's death was the inspiration for pretty much the entire lyrical content of the first album Ooh, um, and his son richard if you can see he, he's called the album between the richness because he feels as if he's existing between sort of the memory of his father and then obviously yeah. trying to trying to kind of um Create a life for his son. Wow! Both of wow. whom have the same name, so it's a cool name, but it also has a has an interesting meaning behind it, and and a great piece of artwork to illustrate it as well. So, um, good stuff. Yeah, I I, I can get used to this a bit more. You know, I think it yeah. still has a bit of wiggle room in me. Um, yeah. I'm giving it a few shakes now. So yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's it's one of the better parts of a uh, better slices of that genre that I've come to see lately. And yeah. I'm not a big hitter with the with the with this kind of music, but hey. Yeah, to yeah. It. No, I take, I, I, I take your point. I take your point. Um, what, what's your favorite song? Um, it is probably "Life Notice." I like, I like Ooh. how that just gets in there real, real quick. Yeah, "Life Notice" is great. It's very, quite affecting, actually. Like yes. just to hear, yeah. Again, spoken word. It's a woman talking about her friend. Like I, I can't. I haven't quite caught every word of it. Is did the friend, did the friend commit suicide? Or um, the... I'm not too sure. I'll have to go back and check. But I love how um, yeah. it, it'll it kind of changes halfway to something. It, it, it come it, it it gets you quick and fast, and you know you're you're reeling from it all the way through, and then joy yes. boy hits, and it's kind of relaxing yeah. afterwards. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely it does that thing. I I appreciate about this English band called Departures, and like the vocal delivery on this song Life Notice in particular is really harsh and Departures yeah. are similar like really emotional guitar but really heavy vocals I love that um, hard, it's hard to hard for me and to be honest with you we might be talking about that song again at the end of the year uh, in terms of like what were the best 
you know the top five songs of the year I absolutely love that song so um, yeah it's it's definitely heart to heart Uh, score out of 10 Um, probably a six at the moment a good six alright there's there's good sixes Um, (laughs) oh yeah yeah, some some songs are like eight some songs are easy, easy easy eights for me yeah yeah, I mean, it's probably going to come as a surprise to absolutely no one. Um, but this Ugh. this would be a this would be a nine for me. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, love it. I I'm absolutely glad it, love it. Glad it it, it struck your heart. Really. Did indeed. Yes, it did indeed. Um, that's between the richness by Fiddlehead. Uh, definitely go check it out. All right, uh, Dylan. Yes, I took I took first bat. So, what would you like to cover next? Um, I'd say we can talk about May She Smile. May She Smile. Let's do it. Um. May She Smile, <laughs> an artist who goes by many names. I've got four for you. Um, I think currently they, they go by Faye, um, but Wikipedia also tells me that they go by Garrett, Yim, and May Yim. Yes. So, uh, but for and, now... And yeah. As of this album, it's a full band of people. May She Smile band. Yes, yeah. that's right. If yeah, you go yeah, back yeah. and see the other albums, there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a thick line between what you expect, right? I'll be um, honest with you. I didn't get a chance to go back okay. to the, the previous work, so I, I would love to. I would love to know how how May She Smile has changed over well, the years. A lot. It's a lot more metal now. Okay. Um, a lot more kind of almost close close to perturbator, um, mm. in style as opposed to, um, she or uppermost dream pop shoegaze. Right when, oh, when they're okay. when they're really heavy hitting, okay. so like there's there there is a a, a J-pop sensibility all the way through, um, yeah. uh, Missy Smile's work, um, and I think that uh the really cool thing about that is that it, that transcends the genres that they that they're hitting, um, right, and this right. time it's a lot more um, um, like the what was it the Damned we covered. Or, oh uh, gosh! The, the did we cover the damned? Did, did we do it last week or last? The damned, uh, not the damned. Um, I because I, mean, I know them, but but I, I don't think this sounds like the damned. <laughs> uh, sorry, the armed. The oh, armed. the armed. Yes. No, yes. no, no, no. Absolutely. I actually, I actually have the armed written down there's here. A yeah. cer- there's a certain yeah, avant garde uh, uh, pop. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a very frantic hyper pop. Kind of hyper pop, possibly. Yeah. 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 Um, I believe well, hyperpop is. is the genre. Ultra pop was that was the uh, was the arm down. But yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. I I definitely get bits of health, bits of horse the band, bits of Crystal Castles, uh-huh. um, you know, Depeche Mode. But then also like Atari Teenage Riot or the Bloody Beat Roots or something. It's very yeah. confrontational. The it's a very artist, interesting prospect. The artist describes the album as a 25 minute metal album about the cosmic wrath of God, yeah. systematic violence, and coming out as transgender. Um, yes. So that's a lot to cover in 25 minutes. That's a minutes. lot of heavy stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it almost, it just about hits 25, right? Or it's close to. Yeah, or it's even shorter, actually. I think it's, it's actually 22, 22 minutes. That's yeah. insane. Um, yeah, because yeah. you get so much uh, variety in this album. Um, you do. You really do. Now, funnily enough, uh, Faye or, or May She Smile describes, like, uh, uh, or, or at least makes a lot of allusions to new metal. Now, I have to say... Um, I, I, I barely hear a whisper of new metal on this Worms in the Futility of the Senses the last track has maybe maybe a whisper of new metal bounce in its verse but apart from that the metal on this kind of flits between I would say like it kind of industrial 
but not not a huge amount else that I would re-describe as metal. Like it's 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 just yeah. it's very aggressive uh, electronic yeah, music. It's, it's really crunk, it's almost kind of crunk core at, at points. Yeah, it's very raw, very uh just like not ear piercing shoegaze, but it has enough heft, which is mm. what I was missing from the armed. This has. Oh, and I'm dude, so no. happy for this. Come on, no, the production is not the, the production isn't isn't any weightier than the armed of this. Do you think? Yeah, totally. Um, it oh, I found it hits, a little thin. It hits you straight off um, mm. from passion, like the booming, the booming. Uh, yeah, like passion cl- is a good clutter. start. I I like passion um, a lot. I have just, to say, just I do the, like that the, song. The heft of the di- the digital stuff hitting the guitar, yeah. and you can actually hear bass. Um, yeah. It's 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 just so much more of a booming thing. But mm. nevertheless, I'm not going to compare it. Um, yeah, no fair because this hits a whole whole other. Uh, mark of this genre that I love and that's kind of yeah. what the Prodigy tried to hit on with the Night Is um, what was that what was that album oh we um, oh yeah yeah don't don't put me on the spot but yeah I remember we, we covered it didn't we it's the second last one they did um, oh did they do one after that uh, no Taurus was it not? it was the one with the fox on it Oh, the day is my enemy. Ah, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Um, kind Sorry, of we covered we covered no tourists. Yeah, you hear we a did, lot of that. Um, you hear a lot of prodigy on this. Um, in different slices, right? Like, um, yeah, data- oh yeah. Isn't it like database animal? Um, is the uh, yeah that one's the, very the looped one. Yes, yes. That one's very very aggressive. old school. Uh, prodigy. It's mm. got some very nice looping hooks. Um, and it's short it's so short yeah it's very short yeah yeah um the you know there's a lot to like instrumentally i think on this album like saint joan of arc has a kind of depeche mode post-punk i don't want to say drop majesty but it is it is it is definitely a kind of a gloomy 80s synth pop type affair which i which i like and i think yeah to die like desire very much in that vein of the armed yeah some Um, some slamming drums for sure uh, yeah, the first yeah, thing that yeah. will probably hit you in this is is the the excellent drum work, right? Yeah, although they do sound like pads, like I, I, they don't sound like acoustic drums, but but uh, the but the drums on the arm are good. I think there's some digitized work going on with them. I think there's a combination yeah. of production, uh, yeah. stuff, um, yeah. that I I love. I really love uh, how that hits, um, yeah. especially in Saint the chorus in Saint Joan of Arc. It's very interesting. Um, as kind of the vocals kind of go for a whisper scream and it's very chopped and screwed Um, that's fun it's a different kind of chorus uh, approach that I haven't really heard before yeah we we might as we might as well talk about it because it's it's all throughout the album right I think Faye has has a good voice and and there are moments on the album where you know where they're singing kind of where they're just singing I guess and and it's actually you know it's, it's it's really good you know some nice but, harmonies um, yeah 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 hate, hate floods is, is the one yeah but i have to say there there's bits of like almost kind of broken side level i agree i just don't like to, i just i do not enjoy the sound of it's a in sort hate of floods a, as well of a pop yeah I, I don't enjoy a sound of like a sort of a pop punk style scream over no guitars or like mainly electronic music it doesn't really do it for me and i gotta say by the same token like heavy i can let it slide you can call it auto tune, you can call it like vocoder, Vo- but it's, it's vocoder. Yeah, it's I know. Yeah, it's vocoder, but most people will will th- think of the right thing if I say auto tune. But yeah, there's 
uh, for me the use of vocoder throughout this record it doesn't hit the mark for me i kind of get that it's an artistic choice it hits it close but it I, does it, it, uh, i like it when it not for really me. gets manipulated um and, and you see that with of course saint joan of arc um, well flowers under all my shadows is the one i think i think musically that's such a good song you know it's it's got this really great you know really expressive guitar like acoustic guitar um you know and when it kicks in it, it sounds kicks in it, late, actually right re- yeah but it kind of reminds you of that like oh, a little bit of girl in red or Biba doobie or something but it sounds really cool i just think the vocoder ruins the vocal element of those that song it, i think know, i think uh, some of it is pretty good um i wouldn't say it all mm. hits uh, at that part um yeah i would like to of course hear a little more natural um stuff yeah in that respect um because I like what people like Porter Robinson have kind of done a bit more. Um, he's, yeah. he's incorporated a natural his natural voice yeah. as well. Um, like he does, he does multiple things. And, and um, this person is is like in that click, right? Yeah. I, 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 you know, is that Post how you L- is that how LA, you found them? Um, I four uh, L actually uh, um, recommended oh, this highly. Really. So I was like, "Fuck yes, this is the real shit." Because I and, think they've uh, been on tour with um, Anna Managuchi. Yeah, and uh, basically the whole side of the internet internet exploded over over this that particular niche. Oh. So how could I how could I not? Um, uh, how could how could you not? Indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's just entirely for me. Like God, Nora Dahl is also, you know, it's oh, uh, it's good. It's big. Uh, it really hits. Yeah, what it, it, it takes yeah. its takes its time getting there, but yeah, when it yeah. when it comes in, it is. I agree. It is. It is it's a big stomper. Yeah. yeah, like clearly, you know, I I wonder, right? Is this is this a I disagree poppy style departure? No. It, it it sounds like it is though, from what you've told me about their previous uh, work. No, no, the it's, previous work still has a lot of elements like this. It just oh, kind it does of, uh, touches a few more um, uh, kind of uh, more dream poppy elements. Yeah. Um, maybe more pendulum like yeah. elements. Uh, I wonder if I'd enjoy their previous work more than this. Um, I have to say, it's more chill. The, la- yeah. the there is no stuff you can chill in the garden. To I, you can you can chill to some of this stuff as well, but to a different degree. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, some of this you yeah. can rave to at least, which I love. Um, some of this is real uh, rave fodder, and mm. that's kind of what I miss. Um, in, in the, yeah, you know, in an era without rave, it's good to see something like this just pound pound down on you it's a wake-up call for sure it um, certainly does it's brash uh, it, um i yep. can't tell i all i can tell is uh, the sentiment towards it in this description in, in in the description um like the topics they're uh talking about but uh i the vocals are hard to discern what they're saying yeah <laughs> to be yes, honest that's that, true that's another kind of Thing that the armed and this kind of fall under, and I guess it's yeah. the vocoder. I mean, and I can crystal understand. castles for the most part as well. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's sort of a it's it is a, it is it's, a touch is point just, of, this, of this genre. I mean, is it just a thing that this genre should kind of avoid, vocals? or 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 just kind of incorporating the vocals in more of a synthy way, which this kind mm. of does. To be fair, I like this a lot more. Um, mm. Uh yeah, uh, hmm. I like the way that it's a lot more blissed out the vocals, even though mm. the music comes heavy. Um, yeah. I, as much as I don't like the vocals at some points, I I appreciate that um that split mm. the economy between the two. Um, no, I I get I get like I get artistically like, what they're going wor- for. Worms is is testament to that. Um, 
that's yeah. probably the best example of, of the combination of like breakneck speed um, yeah uh kind of uh what well, we always say pendulum prodigy uh something that something there and then yeah, just kind of really chill that on goggles to an extent it's, it's good <laughs> except an octave higher a little yeah 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 that's okay yeah but, you know. worms is pretty good yeah i i, I think <sighs> listen I, for me it's it's such a short experiment it, it's i just think it's a little bit all over the place but kind of it takes but, uh, places, but there's a though. lot of potential like it I, I this is places. yeah for me anyway for me it doesn't quite hit home but i i think really largely that's down to the yeah to the vocal approach i think there's there's a lot musically there's a lot that for me that doesn't work but there's a lot that does work as well yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that did work initially that is working less and less the more i listen to it yeah um i'd say this for me started off as a 10 um and now it's kind of at a nine um because there's a lot of stuff that's just astounding in this like so absolutely wow. my my roadhouse um okay. you know i love my industrial um, i do i do stuff like this mixed with like digitized shit and heaviness it's it's fucking um i i just love when something this raw and short comes around yeah um a lot of people kind of um chalked it up to albums being too long like 40 mm. 50 minute ones um i think some bands like like uh health have been victim of that mm. maybe yeah, too maybe. long and i like how fast this comes out with um each song being almost totally different from the from the, from the last um yeah. which is why it feels a lot longer than 22 minutes and that's a that's a good sign right in a way um yeah for, it depends on what you're looking for i mean yeah uh, as i said i feel like i'm so, i'm on such a trip um mm. that's why uh it's a positive for me it feels longer um because it's my mind goes make, places yeah. with each song you make an interesting case um i I don't think I can get on board with it, but I appreciate that you making it. And I think I, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I can definitely hear this, the stuff to admire here, but as far as, um, as, as really kind of making any of a dent, any much of a dent on me, it, I don't, I don't think I can say it. It really does. Um, apart from little flashes here and there, but that being said, you know, it's always interesting to hear something that's totally different. Yeah. Um, I, this is definitely totally different. <laughs> oh, good. So, I'm, 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 I'm glad it yeah, made an impression it on you at least. It's something, some, some, it is something different for sure. Um, yeah. And like even the, you know, whether or not I think it all works, I still think that the, you know, the eclecticism and the, the sort of variety on display here is impressive. Yeah. There's some insane uh, production work for sure. Um, mm. I Lock. actually, to be honest with you, just I, 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 that's fair, and I take, I take your point that you, you, it works for you. I, I do think the production could, could use a little bit more work, honestly. Like I, it for me, it didn't, it didn't feel as full as it should have. Really? Um, I, I found, okay. I found it a little bit thin, but, but that's that, you know, that that could be down to, you know, possibly production values as well. Like you know, if somebody was it was willing to, to get you know may she smile into a i mean more like expensive setup i don't know it's meant to be messy yeah um, it, it, to me it does point. sound a bit homespun i think you're looking for a bit too much from what's intended already um, yeah. even though you know for me like these are yeah. the best drums in an album this year for me um flat out wow uh, just best sounding drums um uh yeah and it, it yeah <laughs> it just is that for me yeah. Like I, I crank this. I never listen to this half, half bellowed. 
So that's right. that. That's where I'm coming at with it anyway. Um, no, that's great. That's great. I think I I like I do I do think the drums are the best part of it. Um, for sure, the drums are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, um, I gave it the nine. And what else? Uh, favorite song? Jeez. Um, yeah, it's probably Worms. Probably Worms. Worms. What yeah, a great yeah. what a great title. Yeah, they're worms all Worms in the futility of the senses. Saint Joan is good <laughs> as well. Saint Joan is really good. Yeah, I think actually I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Saint Joan of Arc. Yeah. Um, as my fave, and not often we have a we have not often we have a four Ugh. point difference, but it, it it I can't I have to give it a five. I'm afraid. Oh, you're a weird you're a weird shit. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, weird, buddy. Weird chip I can't, today. I can only I can only speak my truth, um, but nonetheless, that is "May She Smile" and the album, which we never actually even named, uh, which I it's because it's I haven't never actually mouthed the sound out oh, in my head. It's resent uh, resentment, resentment, or, yeah. Rese- yeah, resentment, resentment, yeah, yeah resentment. It's it's a cool resentment. kind of what is, what is that? Uh, port, it's a port, they're portmanteau. portmanteau. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, so resentment by May She Smile. So you can great. Uh, great fucking artwork as well i love that um and i love the videos as well go take a listen and figure out if you're a, if you're a dylan or a donald um, oh yeah the video is good oh yeah for worms it's it's a seizure warnings but it's good <laughs> noted all right yeah. good stuff um all right next up then uh all right old favorites old old yeah. favorites of ours uh we've yeah. covered them many times before it's fox capture plan um, Japanese piano trio, although they do venture into other climbs, but the, the core of the band is is a piano, bass, and drums. Um, this is their ninth album, believe it or not. It seems like their fifteenth because they've done so much. So much. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, these guys don't stop. It's called Nebula. Um, you're you're right. I, I was actually a little bit surprised it was quote unquote only their their uh, ninth album because yeah. they released so many soundtrack albums and compilation discs and stuff like that that it just felt like it was way more um but yeah so this is the this is the the second album since 2018's capturism um they released four albums last year in different but all of them soundtracks yeah yeah Uh, oh no one one of them was discovery which discovery was kind of a it was a studio album and we covered it but it was there was a lot of stuff that was kind of repurposed from other albums It it felt to me it felt a bit bitty the only year they've missed is 2016 when it comes to music. Yeah, wow. There you go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, they, they, they released an EP then, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the working, busy. they're working musicians, right? Busy boys. True. So the sound of Fox Capture Plan, if you haven't listened to us talk about them before, is uh, very much like, it's sort of Disney jazz, I guess. It's very melodic, but rooted in rooted in sort of a, a general tradition of jazz. Um but they're not afraid to kind of bring in synthesizer and strings and to kind of simplify their arrangements so that the, the parts are really catchy and oftentimes they'll, they'll bring in things from other genres as well. Um, and I think be- best exemplified on Capturism, which I liked at, when we reviewed it and have since... I I listen to Capturism all the time. Like yeah, it, probably it's just a couple times a month. Really good to uh really good to zone out to, to like come down from a job or work all day and yeah. you have that. It's just it's bliss it's pure bliss and, and this band kind of this hits. band kind of tackles pure bliss in a very chaotic way um yeah uh the genre which they tackle can get very tired but i think this band knows how to stretch that rubber band of 
um, inspiration, and yeah. they reach they, re- they reach into different pies um, mm. of stuff that's adjacent to the genre. That's really cool. I think and one th- of my criticisms of the last album was that maybe they were reaching into too many pies and that they weren't focusing on what it was that really that they did best or what yeah. it was that made them unique. Um, this is conceptually something, right? It's kind of yeah. space, the cosmos. The cosmos. Uh, and it's absolutely, by the way, the album artwork is just gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's kind of a desert done in a very kind of graphic art style, you know, very like clean lines. And there's a there's a boat made of light just sort of careening over uh, this kind of space desert. And it's just gorgeous. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that album artwork. Um it's 15 tracks in, in, in 48 minutes, basically. Um, and I've, I think while there are lots of bright spots in the, in the constellations in the sky, a lot of strange decisions on this album as well. Um, I, don't know if I, you, I don't know if you agree with that. I would strongly disagree. Um, okay. Well, right. Maybe not strongly disagree, but um, okay. I, see, I see some of those blips, maybe. Um, mm. But I think they're well well warranted as far as um sticking to a more uh, um more tight sound than the last mm. album you had issues with i think this one sticks to landing a lot more okay. um for sure um wh- whether that has like um kind of uh kind of reprisals of different melodies coming through the album um whether it be like yeah, but- vocalists doing that stuff it's very interesting i hear you yeah yeah, um, it's funny you should mention that. Yeah, like kind of reprising other uh, melodies more of a because through line. well, because so I I think I'm right in saying oh it's the song the song from Capturism is called Overdrive. That's the that song. Yeah, um, that's a song from a different album, and it informs three of these fifteen tracks. Do you know that kind of way? I'm sort of going. What you know? What was going on in the writing room when you when three out of your fifteen tracks on your new album take the take the main lick from one of your previous songs? Like it's tomorrow is another day. Clearly is inspired by Overdrive, Nebula, same thing, and also it's the same for Cosmosphere. So that's that's kind of you know that's like I would say 20 percent of the album already. I'd say they're kind of the song template is kind of the same. Um, yeah, but maybe I not think entirely. It's that, mel- it's that melody keeps mm. coming back. Now I don't want to be negative, right, Dylan? So what I will say is, right, can we just Chord start with progression? It's close to, but yes. No, it's it's the ba 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 ba. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying. I think um, I know. Zero gravity. Uh, there's a run of a couple of really great songs at this. Uh, zero gravity like- is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I think. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. It's got that. It's got that house style. Dun, 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 that kind of house piano, which yeah. isn't something I've heard them do before. It's kind of a nice um, little clustered kind of thing. It's cool. Yeah, it does. It does a few things I've never heard them do before. It has. It, it does that kind of that damping, rolling house piano. And um, thank God the double bass is there in that song. And then there's this really fun, cheesy '80s kind of tom sound, like kind of do 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 do. Uh, there's lots of that. There's, there's actually flashes of, flashes of that throughout the album. Oh, um, it sounds so good on that song. I just, I, f- I feel like you listen to that and you go, no other band could do this, but they do it so well. It's got this really random, like Bowser's Castle kind of like creepy section, which uh-huh, works sure. really well. Yeah. It finishes with a giant, like kind of uh, this big climax. It's great. It's an amazing song. I love that song so much. Um. And it's followed by Andromeda, which kind of has drums inspired by like 2011 dubstep, but 
the bass kind of does this it's like put into a synthesizer modulator pedal or something and it yeah. really really works so there's a couple of songs like that which i think are fantastic there's a few more earlier on the album so there's definitely yeah. lots of bright spots here for me and uh, like eclipse has some like um <laughs> fucking what, what would you call it apocalyptica kind of yeah dun 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 some real menace to it and that's yeah. something i did not expect i wish i was, was thinking john, john carpenter it sounds like a you know really creepy it's really horror movie score cool, yeah. like space horror um, yeah space but going horror, back sure. a bit can we can we pedal back a bit sure let's um, pedal right back like fucking uh meteor stream that, that vocalist is it's just like a human synth <laughs> I loved it. I fucking loved it. And I think uh, they have another vocalist in Constellation that's kind of hits that yeah. bar as well. And oh, they yeah. really know how to pick their, their vocalists when they have them. Um, well, they never. Is this the first time or was uh, there? I think they have at different points, but this kind of seems like the first um, kind of real incorporated part that they yeah. kind of refer to throughout the album. Yeah. At the end song as well, a little bit. Yeah. Um, then it hits to Blue Planet, which I love. I, I love that slap bass. And it's, the it, slap it, bass is great. It's, it takes so much from what I love from um, There's Something About Us uh, by Daft Punk. Um, oh, yeah. Part of Discovery. There's kind of a yeah. progression I really like where it ends on. Mm. And it's just so rainy day kind of um, ennui that Daft yeah. Punk provides that I'm glad that Fox Capture Plan can kind of show as well. They're not yeah. all about the up, upright bass. They can do the slap funk bass as well, which is yeah in here as well and in in, in, a, in a good few parts as well. So that's cool. Yeah, there's some no, there's some lovely bass work on that, and I, I really like the kind of bloopy synths on on Blue Planet. Um, and similarly with Hazy Stars, I think there's this really cool kind of West Coast classics that like, kind of synth you that kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Really cool, right? Here, here I think I that have, song takes a little too long. Yeah, maybe, but. I have a I have an actual like okay. letter to the editor on Blue Planet and Hazy uh, Stars. Yeah. I have no idea how this happened. <clears throat> this wasn't something that came through on my I've kind of like small speakers now in my home office and and you know that they're okay but you don't you don't get the full technicolor sound okay. that you do in your headphones. There were actual production issues with Blue Planet and Hazy Stars. On Blue Planet the drum production is so weird and overbearing and it sounds like a cable hasn't been plugged in right like it genuinely is unpleasant to listen to um like the it's something about it it's very hard to describe <laughs> but you'll understand if you listen to blue planet with the big set headphones the drums particularly the kick drum and the toms um yeah. they don't they don't sound quite right and then on hazy stars the bass and the drums are completely muffled it's like there's a high pass on them or something there is um they're I, way too quiet it's sti- that's stylistic that, that is a stylistic choice, Donald. Could it, how could it be yes, stylistic? It but how it could just it is. be? It, because the songs need to aren't sound... served by those by that production at all. Like they're just kind of regular, good Fox Capture Plan songs, but just the drums and the bass sound kind of wrong. I don't know. I think it just sounds... A, I don't know what the sensation I feel it is, but it feels... Um, I just... Yeah. It feels like that high-pass muffle that's kind of um, underpan... Un, that underpans... Um, something else to pronounce the synth more so um, yeah, it, like yeah. it sounds cloudy in a, in, a, in a spacey way it's very hard to explain uh, but I'm trying to here <laughs> you're doing it you're doing okay um, job. I, just as a point of comparison right the drums are really affected on Andromeda like they, they kind of they kind of 
they kind of uh, flange in and out. They have this weird kind of uh, crystalline yeah. sound to them. But right, that that to me is an artistic choice. Like, I, mean, I think it's I think both really artistic works. choices. Hmm. Okay, to me, right? To me, just like I'm a real, pr- I love my production. To me, the the things on Blue Planet and Hazy Stars. That sounds like a mistake. I, I couldn't imagine a musician listening to that and being like, yes, I'm happy. I couldn't imagine being the drummer on that track and listening to it and thinking, I'm happy that my performance is being well represented because it just sounds like the drums have had the tone dial turned to the wrong position and they've been turned down. I like the songs. I actually really like the songs. And just to move along as well, I think like Cosmos, really good song. You know, it's got this kind of yeah. Mariah Carey sweetness to the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's kind of got synthesizer but it's very low key synthesizer uh yeah. the jazz element is very much is very much there on that track it and it's, really is it's actually, good um, yeah it's a good really really good stuff uh, you know and i think yeah there's there's plenty of that um i just wish there was a bit more of what's there on the last kind of 20 seconds of constellation like actual kind of jazz breaks they, they they've done a lot of that in the past and maybe they're sick of it but i like um, when they do pure jazz yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're taking from a different slice now as, as yeah, i've said yeah um yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. they're getting more cool interludes in there like messier which is a really cool affected drum skit mm. um yeah skit is a funny word i can never think of skits as being like kind of comedy routines but it's yeah, just, mostly you know, in rap albums right it's usually yeah yeah but it's uh, just a little drum kind of noodle it's good, good. It's really good. Um and it's hits to the rest really nicely. Um I really fucking enjoy this. It's been so long since I've enjoyed a Fox Capture plan this much. Maybe okay. since um the last one, uh um the la- uh, the one that you're attached to. Um, oh, Capturism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Capturism. Um yeah. since then. So it's been a bit um but yeah, I think this is their most focused since then and mm. I appreciate that so much. I wa- I wa- yeah absolutely I, I i think if you look at the track listing for capturism it's like it, it just it to me it's it's very different you're looking at it's the same length of time essentially right it's the same length of album but it's 10 songs and each song is like sort of between three minutes 30 and like six minutes but they they're all kind of song songs if you will uh-huh. <laughs> whereas on this album you get i think you get pretty much you get like blue planet Zero Gravity, Andromeda, and then the last two out of a 15-track album. So there's just a lot of very short songs. There's a lot of interludes. There's a lot of experiments. What the hell is Dark Side of the Moon? They're kind of trying to do like a... It's like <laughs> it's a hectic. synth... It's sort of like a synth rock thing, like a synth rock oh, freak it's, out. It's, 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 uh, it's a, it's a pretty heavy one, or a hectic yeah. one, rather. Um, I don't hectic, want to make it yeah. really. I, I do kind of skip it. <laughs> to be honest it's very odd especially after you're like you're just getting into that that section in Constellation which is just so great double bass jazz it's awesome and then it's like it's like now side B yeah 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 it's like oh my god the other thing as well is right you know the first you know the the first obviously it opens with this song Stargaze here's another thing that I think sounds like a mistake I take it it's not but Stargaze it's this gorgeous string quartet okay it's it actually lasts much longer than you'd think it's not just sort of a 30 second it's it's a a full three minutes yeah of of really expressive strings and I love it but why is all this kind of digital hiss and static 
and kind of crackling happening in the speakers every time i would have to check i'd be like oh something's fucked now so like my cable is broken or my there's something wrong with my chromecast but it's just part of the song i it doesn't to me it it doesn't seem artistic it just seems kind of weird Yes. It's, do, do you enjoy all that crackling and hissing and spinning I love and it. stuff? I love it. All I mean, right. it, it might be a bit weird if you're like listening to a very crackly vinyl that's already crackly and then you like have that it's doubled over on crackle. But I, I like yeah. it. I like it. It, it adds then, a little bit of okay. crackly character. I don't want to be a bit of artificial whatever. I don't um, know. I don't know. That's fine. Yeah. But it's okay. So here's what it is. It's. Meteor stream. So I was like stargaze. I didn't like the digital crackling, but I, I I was very much here for the music. Thought it was really good. But then Meteor stream comes in, and it's like, why why is Fox Capture Plan like shredding guitar? Like why am I getting like a guitar virtuoso song with electric bass? It's not. It's kind of like time. this kind of smash this Smash Brothers kind of type song, which is fine. But I'm like I I go I would go to Strawberry Girls for that kind of kind of thing. I, I'm like I think it's Smash not, Bros is pretty good as a pick. That's a, yeah, really but it's sliced a piece. Uh, but um, it's not that. It's not that, that kind of like technicolor jazz that I that I've come is. to know they're, and love. They, uh, this band is a J-pop band in in some ways, and so is Smash Bros. Right? It comes from you know same yeah. world of production. Um, in a way, yeah, that is kind yeah, of oh yeah, for sure. Clean fantasy, um, yeah. kind of Final Fantasy thirteen esque. I don't, I don't know. There's there's something about it. That I hear you. Yeah. I, I was a bit like, I was a bit like, two. ah, there's a million bands out there with, with guitars. I'm like, you don't need to bring the guitar into this band. It, you're perfect as it is. The best stuff on this album, yes, the strings definitely. The strings are awesome. Happy with the strings, but the best stuff of this album is when the three lads, Rio, Hidehiro, and Sukasa, are just playing piano, double bass, and drums. They're so good at that. And they, they're so creative with it. And that's, I think, what makes this band so special. And they seem to spend nearly all of the running time trying to, like, somehow avoid doing that. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. I find, yeah. like, if you listen to Fox Capture Plan enough, you're like, Here, here's something totally, uh, well, not totally, but, like, you know, but different, as I yeah. said, they're expanding their band. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. They're getting fat in that new genre stuff, which is good. Yeah. Um, because well, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm glad I don't to hear know how fatigued they can get, but that's that's good. Yeah. It's gr- it's great even at points. Because um, because we haven't really had. I mean, we we had that Go Go Penguin album, which I thought was really spectacular. Um, but we haven't had a mouse on the keys for a while. Have we any other? Can you think of any other bands in, in that in that kind of ilk? Portico Quartet. To yeah, an extent, Portico Quartet. Right. Um, I think there is but, actually yeah. a lot of bands that we don't talk about that sound like this. Yeah, cool. there, there, there is definitely one who I, who I looked up recently. I was like, oh, damn, they were so good, but I can't for the life of me remember the name. Like if you but- do, <laughs> if you do Fox Capture Plan Radio on Spotify, you will be uh, pleasantly surprised at the contemporaries oh, yeah? that sound almost as good. I think this is still really good. I think this still has a, a lot of what I love about this band, but I have to say, I think probably some of it just. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I've been listening to it for weeks and just kind of yeah. dr- drowning in the sound and I, uh, it's it's it, yeah. it captures well, exactly what I, they but, do. You know, best. I, I was um, rooting for this because yeah. I think the album cover, the song like the like even even looking at the track listing and the and the and the song titles and everything, I was like, Okay, like this this could be their 
Trez, or this could be their, you know, as we say, like their random access memories. But it looks like it could be so expansive and kind of varied that maybe, you know, this could be their opus. But I just, I think it's just too bitty, unfortunately. Mammal Hands, by the way, is the band that I was thinking of. I don't know if you know them, but awesome band and mm. similar vibe to this. Mammal I Hands. I wouldn't say it's too bitty. I think there's one song that's too bitty, and that's Dark Side of the Moon. Um, mm. Everything besides that is super solid. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, yeah, I, I just love listening All to right. this band, dude. I know you will probably go back to this album as well because it's them and it's more of them. And yeah. Yeah. I like, hope so. I, I have to say, as part of this process, I did, I did, I hadn't dipped too far back, be, like back before Capturism, and there's definitely some really good stuff. Like, yeah. if you kind of go back to like Trinity and uh, and and Wall and stuff like that, their earlier stuff, like there's a yeah. lot of good stuff there as well to to dip back into. But it's all good, man. I'm all yeah. for this band all the yeah. way through it. You know. You know me. <laughs> I know you. I know you. Yeah. I it's it's a it's a it's a good lesson, but for me it's a it's a slightly frustrating lesson at times. But um, yeah. But anyways, uh, uh, yeah. What's what's your favorite track? I mean, my favorite track is is definitely Zero Gravity. I absolutely love that song. Um. Yeah. I mean, like that one's so pleasant to listen to. Um. Mm. <laughs> I think Blue Planet. Um. Yeah. My favorite Daft Punk song that they've. That, that, so you know, somebody has to fill the void every once in a while, and uh, yeah, Sack and Action did it once. Fox Capital oh. Plan does it now, you know. Sack I want to see a compilation. I want to see a compilation of bands that can hey. do Daft Punk just as good as Daft Punk because they're no more. <laughs> like there's, there's a market for it. I think Uppermost gives gives Daft Punk a run for their money. Uh, maybe more prolific. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! He's released probably like ten times more music than Daft Punk ever did. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, what's your what, what score are you gonna give this out of ten? I'll start six. Six. Oh God, really? Okay, I yep. guess. Um, hmm. I'll give this an eight. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. Listen, it brings me absolutely no joy. I I I I really think this band are no, something okay. very very special, but. They're Sometimes special. they're there for their choices. Occasionally confuse me, and they are special. Um, I'll, I'll we'll certainly continue to we'll, we'll certainly cover their next album when it comes out in three months' time. <laughs> yes. Um. But anyway, all right, we digress for sure. But anyway, we digress. Okay, next up, uh, we're saying Senu, so S E N U, um, or known to his family as Sam Killeen. Uh, <laughs> Dublin, Dublin man. I don't, I don't personally know him, but uh, it is a small world. But I guess it's not that small. <laughs> um, He's played with Mark O'Brien, um, as you know, with Royal Yellow, featured yes, on a, the first single with the, uh, Royal Yellow release, I believe. What a second oh, the, fir- the first. Oh, okay, that's interesting. He's there anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> this is a a Mark O'Brien endorsement. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is so, called yeah. a jet jet lag, by the way. Um, yeah. He's th- there's a few different artists that he's got connections to. Um, James Vincent McMurrow. Boo. Although you know that last All Twins album was pretty good. Oh, uh, Loa, he, he produced, Lisa Hannigan. Uh, he produced for Eve Bell. Um, yep. Yeah. Family friend. That's cool. Oh, that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Um, and he's also, uh, yeah, he also has worked with Wyvern Lingo, uh, not least uh, Quiva Barry, who's on one of the tracks here. Nice. So, yeah, so he's he's got his finger in many pies in the Dublin music scene. And to be honest with you, every time it came on, I, I would forget that this was an Irish act. It, sound, it has a very American sound. It, it It's all about kind of the New York vibe. 
yeah it is vibe more than uh song it at points, is it is right? vibe um, yes i agree you it's being very much a, vibe. A, a former new york resident <laughs> yeah uh, I, that first track i love that pie yeah absolutely another slice of that pizza pie and um, that new york subway track the first one oh, is lo- it's really good that's a just, nostalgic thing mm, truly yeah just reminds <laughs> you of yeah taking the subway but just really classy piano and just immaculate lo-fi hip-hop beats to relax slash study to yeah. you know you, you, lo- you love to see it basically for, i mean for honestly the un- uninitiated yeah tri- tri- yeah trip hop or just kind of blissed out yeah electronic vibes like the first like the first put it this way the first three tracks are just wonderful i think i think you know if you go from new york subway which we we both love then you you get um jamal jamal franklin right on yeah. uh, jet like four and he's just bars for days great incredible stuff like very, big boy, uh, big boy meets oh you are you like new new habits you think similar new, to that uh, yeah new new jab new jabs as i call it <laughs> but yeah yeah totally that vibes. I, yeah i i kind of hear him somewhere between big boy and odyssey but yeah he's yeah. just great like really 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 fantastic rapper um and you know and i think the the standout instruments for me I suppose similarly to Meishi Smile for you on this for me that the absolute standard is the drums I think the drums have just so yeah, much thought um, has been put into them I would also say um, an interesting surprise that hits me throughout this whole album is kind of the uh, the guitar actually yeah yeah it, it surprises me a lot um, in different elements um, whether whether it be harmonic har- harmonized or harmonic um, kind of yeah. plucking or just kind of like um uh, uh what's the word um pan muted kind of riffing and kind of yep. plucking it it's very cool yeah there's a lot of to be honest with you in terms of the when it's when it's that kind of overdriven guitar you know whether yeah, it's the yeah. style of playing but also the um the tone I, I i think there's a lot of what larkay does in all twins yeah, I love that. This. I love that tone, dude. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of ticka ticka do 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 do. Like it's not very yeah. all twins. It's 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 overproduced in a good way. Um, yeah, to not make it totally intrusive to the mellow vibes. Um, yes, because there needs to be the mellow vibes, and that guitar is totally um, yeah. kind of overdriven, and and it could be could have, could have easily been too intrusive, but it, yeah, the balance is really good. I think the balance really is clean. really good for for the most part. I think there really? are there's one or two moments where okay. his he lets his um his sort of so he he was a session guitarist um yeah. and and so guitar is his background and I yeah. think there's just one or two moments it's not it's not often but there's one or two moments where I think he just really kind of should have just put the guitar away like on um, um. on thought th- on thought I saw you right there's like this Oh, there's yeah, this thing where he does like a, he starts sort of shredding, but it really doesn't fit the energy of the song, and he and he kind of knows it, so he turns it way, 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 way down. But you can still hear him <laughs> being like, yeah. and I'm kind of going, mm, nah, I don't know. It doesn't really work with that kind of '90s R and B feel of the song. But for the most part, I think it's really quite subtle and, then, and very then again, well done. I, I have heard saxophones in old R and B songs in the '90s kind of just go off oh, in the background during a kind of mariah carey-esque thing i always um, make an exception for the sax. it exists it exists um yeah but i, I get what you mean um but for yeah. the most part uh love that yeah but like bedrooms is the example of where the guitar 
yeah. really contributes uh-huh. a lot to the the laid back the groove kind of seasidey groove yeah yeah it's the kind of it's a distorted guitar that can hold the groove and not just mm-hmm. not just rely on the bass for the groove with the drums that's that's great to see definitely um, yeah definitely and i think he, he does it's not all completely chilled and laid back like jet yeah, like yeah. seven <laughs> jet like seven and junior have very buzzy almost kind of nero style i mean nero diet like but 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 mm-hmm. light but but definitely along those lines in terms of like a very full and buzzy brassy yeah. kind of synthesizer big big and soon yeah. as well it's quite can, get, gets quite dark it yeah. does it does it's kind of soundtracky mm. kind of a very atmospheric um as opposed to just being chilled yeah um yeah so that's cool to see him reach out him reach out there um and i love Definitely. how it takes some wild turns at the end um yeah. with s3 oh kind of sounds very run the jewels-esque run the jewels like tyler the creator igor <laughs> it's that vibe yeah. i love it uh, i love sub- it subwoofer jams What's that line? We're kind of blue like Coltrane. That's a great yep. line. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the two rap tracks I'm yeah. obsessed with. I think they're both fantastic. I actually almost kind of wish that um, there was a bit more that, of the rap. That, part. There was a bit more. Yeah, that Jamel yeah. Franklin was on like maybe two or three of the other tracks. To be but honest, but hey, that, that, that's the so beauty good. of like the two other albums we've caught so far today. Being twenty yeah. minutes, twenty five minutes is is great ballpark to experiment with yeah. for albums while for still sure. calling them albums. Yeah, yeah. Because you definitely. get them wanting for wanting more and, and you can easily write <laughs> well, more as well. What I will be doing is I'll be checking out um Shy Mascot, which is which is Jamel's band. Um Yeah. And you know what what really excites me is that I think their 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 primary genre is jazz. So I'm That's really brilliant. excited to hear what kind of that. stuff they do. Yeah. Like I'll, jazz I'll funk. Yeah, so he's 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 actually from South Florida, but he he moved to Dublin for some reason. <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay. And and he's based here now. Yeah. No, this is this is this is very good. It reminds me a little bit of that Jake Bowen album we did. Really? Do you remember that? Yeah. No, I do. I listen to it monthly. <laughs> like. Oh, you do. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Just insofar as it's like it's clearly a guitarist, but somebody who can still yeah yeah kind of that. step back and create create more laid back beats. Um, I don't think it's quite the finished article there's some things that kind of annoy me like there's sort of a there's like an ASMR type rattle that he does quite a bit he does it on Flight Home but he also does it on another track a little later on I like that yeah and then there's also a lot of that kind of kind of uh, like like crunched up like samples of voices and stuff like that which I think is it's quite trendy but it's not always the best option. It's fine. There's there's certain parts where it's where it's quite okay, um, but then there's other songs where I'm like, you could have just left out that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but for the I most thought, part, I, I think it's really good. It's really me, strong. That sounded almost quite New New York City pop, almost. You reckon? Yeah, I think it's it very it's very like 2020 2021 sound to me. Yeah, um, current. But it just I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That that that's it. I just. It's fine. I, I also, you know, not to be mean, but I, I just, not that I don't like the song, but okay. there's a there's a har- there's a style of harmony on "Thought I Saw You," which kind of I don't really enjoy. I just, mm. I just don't, I don't like those harmonies. Um, I think the song itself is quite good. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd part with you on that. Um, but I, yeah, okay, I think the song is good though. Still, 
yeah 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 fair um all right well that's what's your favorite track uh i mean they all flow so quickly they do um some of them are a little shorter than i'd like them to be to be honest Mm. um but that's okay you know it's, it's the kind of album we're going for um yeah i think um fuck i'd i'd say um uh jet like seven matthew is my favorite yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just got yeah it, it done it that's yeah that's I, i'm thinking of that song that, that's got that music box thing at the start really yeah. good the yeah, harmonized awesome. kind of guitar i believe that's guitar. yeah just affected i think so yeah i just think so. Har- harmon harmonic um mm. yeah i'll take uh yeah s3 i think s3 is awesome yeah i'm gonna give this a nine dude i fucking love this whoa I, all right i i just eat this up multiple times <laughs> a day almost um for breakfast lunch and dinner yeah almost three times a day when it came out so i'm all i'm all wow. for it wow good so, stuff I, I might just it's, get it on vinyl actually to be honest yeah is, is it available yeah uh oh, nice. i mean it's to pre-order i believe it's gonna oh, be yeah. july is when it's out for real i wonder who's uh, i wonder who's putting it out because <laughs> You know, it's it's can be difficult to get your stuff out on on vinyl in Ireland, so I'll have to check out and see who he's um, who he's working with. But uh, no, that's awesome. Um, it's probably closer to a seven for me, but I still think it's really good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. All right, I'm glad you, I'm glad you uh, good I do. Yeah, I do. I do like it a lot. Um, so that's uh, Senu, and the album's called Jetlags. S E N U. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for new albums this week. But we some do of my favorite have... stuff. Holy shit. Yeah, a real yeah. genie, Mako. We covered so much stuff there. I mean, we had like kind of eclectic jazz. We had post-hardcore and emo. We had like d- death pop. I don't know what you, what you call it. Hyper pop. Like, hyper pop. Um, and, and sort of laid back, chill, hip trip hop, hip hop stuff. So that's, you know, that's a real good mix of stuff. Um, and to add to that mix, <laughs> Bullet La Volta. Um, yeah, so we're taking it all the way back to 1992 in our time machine today for uh, the album Swan Dive. And Dylan, just to say, I, I, when you when you suggested this, I said, I know we've covered this before. Uh, we hadn't. As friends, we have. Yes, you recommend this. Re- we recommend it to me many years ago. I'd, al- I'd almost say half a decade ago. Pro- probably, yes, probably. When, when we first started really talking. Uh, about. Yeah, and, and you were like, you need to, to listen to this. And I think definitely... It's 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 a very interesting it's very very interesting album and and it, that there's so much going on there's it, as much going on on this album as there was in the rest of the show <laughs> like like I go I come come to this occasionally maybe like once a year kind of like a treat tool um right yeah and, and commonalities be that I I my middle name Clay is 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 after the guitarist Clay Tarver um oh really a friend of my dad so yeah. I, I share a namesake with one of the one of the band members in this band, so significant wow. off the bat, right? Right. Um, yeah, that is. Yeah, definitely. And Boston based, so that we're we're landing back on Boston. Mm. Um, but yeah, Boston. this this is um, this is interesting as uh, it kind of it lands for me. Um, like I'm not too familiar with them because you know I, I kind of know this album. I kind of mm. know the first. I really like this this one a lot more to be honest yeah um i think they developed a lot more to this point um they only i haven't two listened albums. to the first one but is it a, is it a kind of a curb dog to on the turn type 
evolution uh yeah it's a bit it's a bit more of a sleeper kind of hit of what they were trying to get to this point i think right okay um uh a bit of history i believe donald Logue uh oh, yeah. was their manager for a bit for uh, during it. a tour yes during that's during, a, right. during one of the tours okay uh, where they played with oh fuck who did they play with um well supposedly they played a show with nirvana and the smashy pumpkins yes yeah yeah and my dad's band so as well I think one point. Oh, and your dad and your dad's I believe, band. I believe so. I uh, could be wrong there. Um, the legendary but, lunch, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so this this band for me hits somewhere between the rock stylings of a uh, Jane's Addiction meets Pantera when it comes to like guitar work. I know that sounds wild, and that's spanning yeah, a no, large I, I, gambit I, of nineties rock. But can you I see absolutely, that? Absolutely, I can absolutely see that. Yes, got, I can. Definitely it's got the see zaniness that. of Jane's addiction and kind of the yeah. the riff, the kind of the dual uh, because both guitarists are kind of um, working kind of a lead rhythm. Um, one is you know one's just as rhythm as the other is lead, um, vice versa. Yeah. Um, so it's got that Pantera vibe going off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it, that's what you get. Off the bat. I, I, yeah, and it's funny actually you should mention because, because I kind of think like it's, it's funny you mentioned Pantera, quite kind of thrash metal because, like, the producer Dave Jordan has worked with and, and at that point had worked with Jane's Addiction, yeah, Alice in Chains, and Anthrax. Holy shit, well, <laughs> there would, you go. Would, there go, you would go. go on to work with The Offspring and Pitch wow. Shifter. So if you think about those bands in terms of you know how, how they kind of capture so much of what's going on on this album and, and like the eclecticism obviously he was somebody who was well able to capture a band that was doing yeah. a lot of different things and um and i think there's there's elements of there's elements of heavy metal there's elements of thrash mm-hmm. there's elements of punk there's elements of hardcore there's elements of like alternative rock there's elements of grunge it's just got a little bit of everything and nearly Even every track like is different a bit of van halen and the flashy solos yeah. so there's a bit of like the the glam uh, the technical yes. glam metal there as well, um, even though it's it's like very Henry Rollins, uh, yeah, uh, aggressive at points. Oh my um, goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Yucky, is that how you say it? Yes. Yucky, Yucky yes. Gipe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Kurt, Let's go with that. stage name Don't for a guy called Kurt Davis. So I don't know, y- Yucky, sure. But but his his vocal delivery, even though he does sing nearly every chorus, like, but some of the screams are just like throat treading like ear piercing they, they, he just they're yeah. almost like you know the death you know the metal black metal band you know the black metal band immortal yes yeah you yeah, know yeah, the, yeah. the fry hiss screams that they can get yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. almost he could pull that off he could easily he could. pull that off um and i can tell <laughs> his his chords are exploding um you really can yeah <laughs> yeah they i i, I think production wise um just general like pushing the limits they re- yeah it seems they really uh i guess hit their limit with this which is how far they went with with some of the yeah. stylings they did here um and it's intense the amount of work they put into um like like uh just kind of the the soundscape that swan dive develops for example mm. third song um yeah it's insane like the, the shotgun snare at the start the lullaby so it, go, it goes from like a kind of a pearl it goes from like pearl jam to yeah, yeah. guns and roses to bon jovi and then back again you know yeah it's uh it's it's got a lot going on yeah it's nuts and, and then 
Between the Lions has has this kind of faith no more kind of funkiness to it. It does. Uh, it's I'm quite fun. That. Like it's every the it's every the funnest thing on the album. There is a lot of fun uh, to be had in this. There's a lot yeah. of like um, very heavy partying going yeah, on. Ve- in this. Yes, very and, uh, heavy and a lot of descriptive um, usage of 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 straight lines and rails and stuff and references to to uh, Narco- narcotics as 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 is pretty blatant uh, <laughs> with rails um, were they yeah so were they into drugs or were they straight edge i have no uh, idea. Th- I'd, I'd say more, i'd say on the former more so <laughs> Dur- during the elements yeah former right 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 yeah. right rails is such a great song man it is it's got uh one of the most incredible last 15 seconds i've heard mm. in a song mm. yeah uh, from this, this very very good it's just kind of like what what modulates a bit and it, it sounds great yeah. um yeah i love i Do love you know what that band they remind me of and i know i know uh-huh. they came before them but okay in terms of the the sheer like anything can happen i i they remind me a lot of therapy yes that's totally you know? it's totally in the wheelhouse right yeah they um, remind me a lot of therapy mainly the guitar as well hmm but the also the singing. I, I I know uh, Andy Cairns doesn't doesn't go quite as hard, but yeah. I still think the singing has has something of that. And it's also in the choruses where like, you know, you can ha- you could be screaming his guts out, and then it'll there'll be like a chorus that has like backing harmonies and an oohs and ahs and stuff, and it's oh, all yeah. very like melodic, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, but then you get something really weird, like on Seed Life, where he, where he's sort of screaming like, "She was a brown skinned woman, 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 woman." Like, what yeah. are you talking or, about, or, man? Or, or, or Blizzard, <laughs> which is kind of, um, kind of atmospheric almost. It sort of reminded me of Tool. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of got this six eight kind of thing going on. Yeah, there's like, a bit of a foreboding feel to it. Um, yeah, in a weird way, it's it's interesting. Um, Sunshine's great. Um, love the riff to that. Um, mm. Yeah, before I fall, probably great chorus. It's one of the best choruses. Sort of got a sort of yeah. got a power pop thing to it. You know, when they particularly when they when they when they lean more into the punk stylings, I find mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a lot of common DNA, or at least probably China drum. We're listening to a lot of uh, bullet yeah. of all time. We'll say China drum. A lot of China this, drum. Right? Yeah, they really yeah. are. I, especially since we were only like listening to them recently. Uh-huh. Um, it just yeah, it really reminds me of them. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I don't think absolutely everything like is is a is a knockout. Like I do, I there agree. are a couple of songs that I think you know just are, are fine. But some, sometimes the, like a chorus won't quite catch me, yeah. or some of the melody stuff be, could fall a little short. Yeah, vocally. Yeah, like, wait, what, like what's in a name? I like when it comes in, and it's kind of got this kind of sound garden feel to it. But uh-huh, you know uh-huh. that that kind of feminine voice he's doing at the start when it's really quiet similarly there's a very long quiet intro to blizzard and some of that stuff i think maybe goes on a little bit too long and there's a very bluesy very very bluesy kind of generic hard rock riff um somewhere i like it i need to like i, I think fi- i think it's very ozzy osborne yeah there. yeah it's 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 meant it's meant from it's me. actually it's <laughs> it actually really swan is. it's in swan dive that I, i'm thinking of that particular uh, that particular yeah, riff yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's fine. There's there's some stuff that's a little bit too like, sort of for me that's a bit too kind of metal 101 or hard rock 101. But then there's but then but it's then there'll pure. always be something around it's the corner. Pure. It's pure, yeah, yeah, pure yeah. black kind of yeah. It's great, yeah. But black then like the, it's so there's some there'll be something that's so Boston, you know. I think on like drag, there's that like yes, you know. 
what's the problem? Well, I'm awfully glad you asked. <laughs> it's just that's so, very Boston, right? Very. So yeah, just very in your face and kind of. Yeah. I funny. I felt at home with that song yeah. as well as like the end. Ceiling Life is a great ending. Um, yeah, it's it's got two. It's it's of two parts, right? Yeah, um, it's balls quite a, to kind the of wall, an epic. and then kind of ends on a real psychedelic uh, mm. uh, hit, which I love. Yeah, definitely. Can I uh, just yeah. sorry? I just found I found this. <laughs> I found an article from September tw- the twenty fourth, nineteen ninety two, from the Harvard Crimson, right? Yeah, and it's it's entitled "Bullet Lavolta's Last Concert." Yeah. So I think I think I think you might get a kick out of this, right? Because there's a few fun surprises in this. So I'll just quickly I'll read it out quickly, right? This is by uh, Daniel J. Sharfstein, and it's from 1992. After five years of rocking Boston, Bullet Levolta bowed out of the music world with style and sweat, playing a packed TT the Bears Saturday night. The band formed in 1987, and featured Yucky Guyp on vocals, Corey Luke Brennan, Kenny Chambers, and Clay Tarver, 88 on guitars. <clears throat> Bill Whelan 88 on bass and Chris Cougar uh, Chris Cougar on drums Saturday Night's lineup was considerably different Guy and Tarver are the only original members left in the band but their hour plus set still featured their pioneering fusion of hardcore and metal a hard guitar driven sound that has reached mainstream with such bands as Nirvana and Pearl Jam hmm. mm. the audience responded to the music and Guy's distinctive growl and wagging tongue with appropriate moshing and stage diving in a bruising display of fan appreciation at True. various times band, at various times band members jumped into the crowd and floated atop a sea of large sweaty tattooed arms Towards the end of their set, Brennan joined them on stage to play Circuits. The former guitarist, who received his doctorate at Harvard <laughs> and now teaches classics at Bryn Mawr, looked scholarly but showed he hasn't lost his edge. They ended their set with a raucous rendition of Dead Wrong, with audience members shouting the chorus, spraying the audience with champagne during an encore. The band members walked nah. off stage and into the bracket post-punk history books. Here's the fun part. Seeing the band off into rock group Valhalla were seven other bands, each offering a short set in tribute to Bullet LaVolta. Among the more notable opening acts, <clears throat> Legendary Lunch featured a buffed drummer. <laughs> yes, yes. And Chloe put on a wild show. So there you go. So Legendary Lunch that made happened. an appearance in the Harvard Crimson. Legendary Lunch played at Bullet LaVolta's very last ever show. How's that that's for you? That's funny. Yeah. I've, I think I've heard that, that. Yeah, but yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that yeah. that, that happened. That exists. Yeah, I in- think it's great. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And it, the, the article signs off, so that's still in stats band, in case you didn't realize. Um, as mm. musically and psychologically satisfying as the show was, it was cause for reflection about the sorry state of the current Harvard rock scene. The <laughs> alma mater of members oh. of such alternative fixtures as Bullet LaVolta, the Lemonheads, and Galaxy yes. 500 seem to have a starting paucity of good rock bands at the moment. Uh, only time will tell whether Harvard students will stop blasting One by U2 and November Rain by Guns N' Roses and start playing the interesting, innovative music that put Harvard on the map. Spoilers, it got worse and it also got better. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just think that's really funny. I mean, I, I love finding articles like that, you know, just they didn't know what they didn't know. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. Like, I appreciate um, a shout out to... Um, I don't know who who's operating the the Bullet Levolta Instagram that opened up this year, but uh, they're like, oh. like just just sharing a lot of like articles and photos from their history, and it's, 
nice little time capsule I, I enjoy that quite a bit and is it run by someone from the band or is it just a uh, fan account I'm sure we can find out is, is it Ken? I'm sure we can um, <laughs> oh yeah official Donna, yeah it's there it's there yeah yeah well yeah, I mean it says it's official yeah, it is it is it's very yeah. they're very thorough with their history and I I love the fact that that's up there now I do appreciate the um uh the candor of their bio <clears throat> also ran of the sorry <clears throat> also ran of the grunge era <laughs> Bullet La Volta was a punk band from Boston yes. MA originally formed in 1987 they broke up in 1992 very eventful five years yeah but truly. I, I like um, that they refer to themselves as also rans <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five, yeah a lot can happen in five years dude a lot of bands you say can't even make it to you know they have five years and then they do one album and then they don't yeah yeah right? it's true it's true I can see a little, a little. Um, they they did a, a big, um, U U.S. tour in. Uh, I don't know what year this is, but I guess it must 91. have been ninety one. Yeah. yeah. Um, nineteen ninety. God, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an intense two weeks. They're doing Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, Boston, and New yes. Jersey. Imagine doing that in three weeks. That's Jesus pretty Christ. intense. Ending on New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Ending in Hoboken. That, that must be a real come down. You do, you do your home, home ta- homecoming show in Boston and then you got one more show on the tour. But yeah, uh, no, no, no. It's it's really good. And, and, you know, I have to really give a special shout out. I've already mentioned that David Jordan did the, did the production, but uh-huh. like I almost can't fault it which is very <laughs> which as you know <laughs> for me for me to say that i can't fault the production on a rock album from the early 1990s is nearly <laughs> unheard of i just like i i i'm a hard man to please and uh and usually the technology just does not hold up but this must have been produced this must have had a budget way beyond bullet levolta's means and i think i think this what well, you know this they got probably got swept up in the in the Process. hype around yeah, around Nirvana when, when money was just being thrown at bands. Yeah. I'd Do you think they were a victim would... of that a little bit? Yeah. I'd say yeah. It, it, it may have um, hurt them a little bit. I'd have to ask. Um, but it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. But um, it may have hurt them, but maybe it also helped them to make an album with such glittering production values when they were really oh, kind yeah. of in the grand Dude, acts. Yeah. Like, it, it shines and now it would like... 30 almost almost 30 years of kind of retrospect like like yeah. um the fact that they put up uh, instagram shows that there's so much love for mm. for like the the world that they kind of en- en- encumbered with the genre and it, it's still special for so many people yeah definitely yeah no for sure for sure it is um it's it's yeah it's it's a really funny little curio and it's uh, you know in many ways it sounds before it's time of it's time and ahead of it's time <laughs> all at once oh yeah and I'm pretty sure oh, I, I, I really want to I really want to get Clay on on a track of mine someday yeah just my namesake that would be that would be mm. a lot of fun just to just to get that guy featured on something that would be not a million miles away of my dreams so hopefully someday mm. Fingers crossed, man. Yeah. All you can do is ask. I know. God, I that know. this this is fun. It looks like were they supporting Soundgarden or were they 
was Soundgarden supporting them? It's actually kind of hard to tell. I have to assume they were <laughs> that sang- that they were supporting Soundgarden, but still, 1990. That's quite fun. In yes. um, in Utrecht in the Netherlands, so lots lots of Holy fun shit. stuff to dive into, um, on that on that Bullet Volta Instagram. If you want to blast the early 90s East Coast, goodness. Yes, yes and yeah. uh, next time Donald Logue is over, he'll probably regale tales of this band. Yeah. If you ask. Yeah. <laughs> He Donald Logue of uh, Zodiac fame, but also yes. lots of other things. He's also in um, what's he, he's got another few big movies, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a, got a good, got a few. <laughs> he's got a good few. He's got, he's got yeah, he's got he's got a good few, and he's in a lot of TV as well. But he's he was, he, was the, he was the mayor, right, in Zodiac? Uh, he no, he was one of he was the um, he was the uh, Vallejo uh, Ken Arlo. He was the, oh um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember if he was Vallejo or or uh, one of the other jurisdictions, but or Napa. But he's one of the police officers anyway. That um, I watched that movie <laughs> way too many times, <laughs> but he's great in it. Anyways, uh, yes. right. Well, listen, we we've taken up far too much of your time. So that I I personally think this is a very good album, um, yeah. and and a really interesting little time capsule. Uh, so very appropriate for this segment. My favorite song is Rails. I just think it starts so, so strong. It, it, <laughs> it remains really strong, does. but that first track is just so good. Oh, and also I love the way like My Protector, they get a slight start on that. I just love how heavy that gets at points with the mm. drum solos and stuff. It's pretty yeah, nuts. It's almost like it, it almost gets to like helmet levels of battering yeah. ram. Helmet, bottle, surfers. Um, yeah. My favorite, of course, is Swan Dive. Um, just a beautiful like death howl into a solo at the end is just mm. just fucking unreal <laughs> yeah it's insane yeah. it really is to to <laughs> live on it to, to be in an audience during that moment would have been something else uh, we could hope it's probably not gonna happen but we can hope <laughs> yeah that maybe they might one day do a reunion tour anyways let's Maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. maybe. That's you never know. I mean, strange things have happened. I mean, I, 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 I was, we're supposed to be going to see Jawbox. I know. So strange things have definitely so. happened. Um, <sighs> all right. Well, listen. Th- thank you so much for joining us. Um, that's been a lot of fun this week. Um, yeah. and we thank you very much for joining us. So you can find everything Kill Shuffle in the usual places. We're on Spotify, and we've got a Facebook. We've got a Twitter. You can email us if you're so inclined. Um, and check out our website. So, uh. I have nothing more to say, Dylan, other than good night and good luck. Yes. Enjoy your life. Go enjoy your life. Live good. Enjoy stuff. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Amen. Bye. Bye.